Hello, everybody, and welcome to Typhoon Talks, a podcast by Typhoon Consulting, a boutique management consultancy headquartered in Hong Kong. My name is Michael Grady. I am a consultant here with the firm. And on today's episode, we will be diving into some of the insights one of our consultants has been taking out of the recently launched Oxford FinTech course. Our firm has lots of ties with Oxford. We have a lot of alumni. And seeing as how a lot of our clients that we service are very interested in fintech and residents of the financial services space, this course definitely had a lot of value for us. So the objective of this this uh, very new series is going to be to have Chen reveal and talk about some of the insights and just kind of have a conversation about some of the things that have been taught in this course, hopefully provide some of the value from that course to the listeners as well. Chen, in October this year, Oxford University launched this very first online fintech course. So why is it launching this fintech course now? You know, it's, it's kind of been a buzzword for a long time. It's a, on a lot of people's minds. Why don't you tell us a little bit about why it's launched now? Yes, Mike. So for the very first time, Oxford University has offered an online course about fintech. And very soon, this course is also going to be included into its MBA program as well. I think this shows us the growing importance of this topic of fintech and how it is disrupting the way we work and live. Since 2012, over a billion, a hundred billion US dollars have been poured into financing fintech companies. These growing fintech companies are not just making small improvements for the current financial service industry. Instead, they are introducing a new way to financial services and to meet the challenges that have not been met by the traditional financial service providers. For instance, 3.5 billion people in the world are still unbanked or underbanked. And also 95% of SMEs have insufficient access to the financial system. Thanks to blockchain technology, these segments of people will be provided with financial service access in the f near future at a much lower cost. Therefore, what we're seeing today is a decentralized and disruptive innovative process led by players from outside of the financial sector. By providing this online fintech course, Oxford University is playing a leading role in educating the current and future leaders on this latest topic and equipping them with a way or framework to analyze and develop new technologies and business ideas. It's definitely very admirable that Oxford is kind of leading the way with some of the the education around fintech, because just from our clients and some of the, the, the peers that I talk to around the consulting and financial services industries, a lot of people don't really know what fintech is. Like, I don't know if it really has like a cut and dry definition yet. So having some of these these uh, high level people doing, you know, thought leadership around the space is definitely important. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the modules that the the course includes and kind of how they how they play out. Yeah, absolutely. So there are 10 modules altogether released weekly over a two and a half months period. And all of these modules discuss the various topics and the four thematic areas in FinTech. Um, first, the future of money. So for instance, blockchain, cryptocurrency, mobile payments, etc. And second, the future of markets. For instance, uh, we talk about big data, artificial intelligence, machine learning, robot advisor, uh, etc. And the third part is the future of marketplace, such as P2P lending, equity-based crowdfunding, rewards-based crowdfunding, etc. And lastly, infrastructure, like smart contracts, rectag, etc. 
From the very beginning of the course, every student was asked to choose from two streams to work in a group project, including writing a business plan to pitch a specific fintech disruption to an audience of our choice, or an innovation roadmap to generate recommendations for fintech innovations. The former one focuses on selling an idea, while the later one is uh, focused on understanding, developing, and sharing the uh, sharing an idea. Then, de depending on which stream we selected, we will work in a group of five to seven people during a period of five weeks. In terms of the course format, it is a mix of text, uh, external articles and videos, online student forum, and a lot of exclusive interviews with industry players. And I really enjoy watching these exclusive interviews as I get to hear what leading entrepreneurs and experts say about the current fintech landscape in relation to their own business. Not to put you on the spot here, but can you give us an example of one of these like exclusive interviews that you guys watch, just to kind of give the listeners a little bit of flavor? So, for instance, um, they interviewed a lot of um, um, entrepreneurs who actually um, are in the sector of fintech. Mm. Um, uh, it's a guy who runs um, Clear Banks in London, and he's a serial entrepreneur, and previously he also had other um, relatively new ideas about uh, fin financial technology even earlier in the 90s. So he talked about his understanding um, about fintech and how it's going to impact on customers' lives and why um, he, he's launching these clear banks and how he overcomes all the regulatory difficulties by talking to literally every key decision makers um, from the uh, regulation perspective. Great, okay. So kind of just involving the people who are in the industry who are developing the tech now and are kind of yeah. at the forefront developing the technology yeah, rather exactly. than just kind of pundits or self-professed thought leaders. It's good. It's good. Right. And a lot of them actually have connections with Oxford universities. Sure. So perhaps they previously studied uh, an MBA course there and they developed uh, some, one of the guys developed uh, crowdfunding ideas while he was doing the MBA program, and he, he had a legal background. He was a lawyer, and another guy um, came up with the idea and approached him while they were both doing that program, and now they're running a very successful crowdfunding platform, Wow, equity-based. Yeah, that's great. So just moving on, what are, what are a few of the just high-level key takeaways that you found? And I know you're only about, you're not finished with the course yet. So we will have a few more episodes to, to elaborate more. But just tell, tell us a couple of the key takeaways you've had so far. Right. So I would say um, mainly four things. The first thing is you get to learn about different frameworks to analyze financial services and fintech. Fintech can be an overwhelming topic to many of us um, with a lot of buzzwords such as big data, artificial intelligence, machine learning, blockchain, bitcoins, ethereum, um, rec tag, proc tag, insure tag, etc. So what exactly are they and how, um, what are their relations to each other? I find this FinTech course has helped me understand, um, understand these concepts by fitting them into different frameworks. Um, the second learning outcome is about uh, innovative idea development. As I mentioned previously, we have two streams to follow, either writing a business plan or an innovative roadmap. Either way, the course leads us step by step to develop innovative ideas. For instance, 
how to develop value propositions through storytelling techniques, how to do customer profiling and market sizing, how to develop market strategies through different models, and how to create financial projections, etc. I found these skills extremely practical for idea development and promotion, and also highly transferable to my current work at Typhoon Consulting. The third value um, of this course is a large network. There are nearly a, a thousand students from uh, over 70 countries all over the world in this course. And in Hong Kong, um, roughly there are 50 to 60 students. 75% of the global students are from the financial service industry. And um, among them, over 50 have over 15 years experience in their own industry. This also sh reflects how traditional financial service players have realized the urgency of learning about um, and adopting new technologies. And in the end of the course, every student um, who passed exams will also receive a certificate from Oxford University, which is the last benefit of this course. Sure, yeah. So for those who uh, are going to listen to this again, we will put those four key takeaways in the show notes. So if you're evaluating to take the next round of the Oxford FinTech course, um, and we will kind of put, for each of these episodes, we will write a little bit about the, the topics covered in uh, Chen's courses in the show notes. So. so a lot of these FinTech terms that we're throwing around, right? So, you know, blockchain, Bitcoins, Ethereum, smart contracts. Uh, for, for, you know, the, the normal financial services employee or the or the normal investor or the everyday person it, it sounds very complicated right yeah do you did you find it difficult when you were moving into these courses to understand these new technologies or do you still find it difficult or or does the course do a good job of, of explaining these concepts yeah so these terms uh sounded very complicated to myself as well and in the beginning of the course i had such a concern about understanding these cutting edge technologies um, however, now I'm really happy to see that this course is more about understanding the current innovation process and its impact on customers, business, and the financial service industry instead of focusing on technical issues only. So for instance, a lot of people have heard of the word blockchain, but maybe they don't quite get how exactly it works or what exactly it means. The way I was introduced to this concept in this course was through a visual demo on YouTube of how blockchain works, from the concept of hash to block, blockchain, distributed blockchain tokens, and coin-based transactions. When I throw out these um, concepts here, they might sound very complicated to, to the audience, but it's actually really easy to follow when you watch the video. Then what the course really focused on was to introduce the application of blockchain adopted by different fintech companies. By using this technology, customers will be able to transfer money from one end to the other securely without relying on a third party, such as a retail bank or Western Union, for instance. Here in Hong Kong, we can see a large number of Filipino domestic helpers who constantly need to transfer money back home. Probably what most of them are using right now uh, for remittance is Western Union service with some service fee upon every transaction they make. Depending on the region, sometimes the remittance service cost could be up to 7% of the total transaction amount. In another word, 
Financial service institutions are taking a large cut from customers' hard-earned salaries. However, thanks to blockchain technology, more and more immigrants will soon be able to transfer money overseas directly to their family and friends without institutional financial service in the near future. So the significance of blockchain technology is that it provides financial inclusion to thousands of currently unbanked and underbanked people by lowering the financial service cost. This is just one example of how a complicated and complex technical concept was explained in a business and a social sense in this course. I think the way this course is structured is also sending us a very important message that technology in many circumstances is just an enabler. Innovation is not necessarily about developing a new technology. It can be improving the current technology or using the existing technology in a new way. When the new business model has a large impact on our lives, it becomes disruptive. Therefore, um, no need to worry about the lack of financial or technical background. The course really provides a new way of seeing technology and finance. I think one of the things that I want to I highlight is that I think that this might be, in my opinion, one of, one of the most useful aspects of this course, just listening to it or, or having chats with you off, off air, is that the, you know, the, the normal financial services employee or the average person doesn't really need to, to understand how uh, you know, hash validation works or how Bitcoin mining works or how smart contracts are executed, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But what's useful for, for those people or people like us who are studying them, who aren't you know, crazy technical people developing the technologies, is to understand the value they actually bring in a practical, applicable sense Right. So like yep. the, the example you gave in, in Hong Kong with the with the, the uh, Filipino Filipino domestic yeah. helpers. Yeah, it, it circles back to that that takeaway of, of banking the unbanked. And, you know, in that example, that that example is perfect is that you don't need to understand what a ha hash output is. You just need to understand that that these these people who traditionally were, were unbanked or underbanked or unbanked, whatever, whatever the term might be, are, are now because of this technology yeah. in, a, in a very efficient and, and safe um, non-predatory way, as, as we, we can see, you know, with some of the, like the example you gave with Western Union is they pay high fees that income level usually can't, you know, afford in most contexts. They become banked. And it's, it's a very, uh, that's, I think that's one of the, one of the key takeaways in fintech in general, just understanding the way the technology can be practically applied um, and not necessarily, you know, the, the nitty gritty code for any of the applications or what have you. Yeah, I totally agree. But why are you specifically interested in, in, in fintech? Tell us a little bit about your background and how you can relate personally to this course. Uh, right. So I, um, I myself have a social science background, so nothing technical or nothing about um, finance. But I have always been interested in startups and the new technologies. Fintech as a rising sector has already impacted on our daily lives. Let me share you with this story. So last Christmas, I took a trip to one of the most uh, rural areas in China. As the local transportation infrastructure was quite underdeveloped, I had to go around by rickshaw. And at the end of uh, one of my rides, I handed over 50 yuan to the, uh, the driver for change. At that time, however, he surprisingly asked me if I could pay him by WeChat instead, as he didn't have any change. This story strikes me as it shows how FinTech, in this case specifically mobile payment, can impact on those who could have been left over by the tra traditional banking system. Therefore, I've 
I'm always attracted to new technologies and innovative business models. At Typhoon Consulting, our business consultants also try to help our clients find out new way of thinking or redefine process to meet new challenges. We have a lot of existing clients in the insurance and banking sectors. Some of them are eager to embrace new technologies due to regulatory or cost reasons, and others are struggling to overcome the integration issues of legacy systems. They all need a lot of advice and support in terms of strategy making, project management, and change man management. Through this fintech course, we will be able to understand the rising fintech sector from a more systematic and high-level perspective. And uh, as a result, we will be able to um, better identify the future trends and ways to overcome the challenges all together with our clients through strategic transformation and operational support. Yeah, no, I, d I definitely agree that uh, this this course is definitely is definitely helping us bring some you know added value to our clients. But so just wrapping up here, what do you think the impact on a high level of fintech will be in the next say decade? Um, I think in the next ten years, successful fintech business will continue to move from a product-driven model to a customer-centric model. A lot of financial functions will continue to exist, but the process to achieve it will be significantly different from the way we do it today. As a result, the roles of traditional financial service providers and their power relations to fintech companies will also be very different from today. With a lot of disruptive financial innovation, more and more people and SMEs will have access to financial services in the future. And I believe that fintech will be a more common subject in the university curriculum in the near future. And this one definitely takes less than 10 years. As somebody who was, who was recently out of university two years ago in, in the USA, having studied business strategy, corporate finance, I would have definitely liked at least some mention of you know, technology from, the, from a financial service standpoint because I think as far as you know, students coming to the job market now, it's it's definitely something. Even if you're not working with it, you know, right away, it's something you need to know about. It's it's definitely on top of a lot of executives' minds, and a lot of you know, a lot of firms are making investments in it. It is very topical. So that's all of the time we have now. We're gonna probably do a few more episodes once Chen has a few more insights from the follow-on courses. But we're gonna probably gonna do a little bit of a deep dive into some of the specific technologies because there are some modules in the course that do do some very practical examples or explain specifically how different pieces of technology like blockchain can be tweaked for different types of firms. So we will probably do specific episodes like focusing on maybe we, the, the ideas we have now are blockchain, maybe uh, equity crowdfunding. There's a lot of stuff about that in the course. Yeah. But yeah, just wrapping up, it's all the time we have now. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Chen. A lot of great... Uh, stories, a lot of great commentary just in general from you personally about the course and uh, how you relate to it. Yeah. Sure. So follow us on at Typhoon Buzz. Follow us on Facebook. Tune into our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Typhoon Talks. And tune into our website, typhoonconsulting.com. Thanks. See ya. <laughs>